Hi, everybody, and welcome to the second part of our review of Jarve and Thief's album, The Boiler Room. Yep. This is the Classic Quest podcast, the show where we break down classic albums track by track, usually of the hip-hop variety, giving our thoughts and opinions That's on every right. single mm-hmm. song. Albums such as Jarve and Thieves, The Boiler Room. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. I am your lady friend, Bonnie. And today we are doing the remaining 11 songs on this album. Mm-hmm. So we've already talked about the first 10 tracks of so Jarvan Go check Thieves. that out before you check this out. If you haven't, or just keep going if the second half or of the album you. tickles your fancy and you're already here and you're like, yeah, we'll keep going. Um, but yeah, so if you want that, uh, this album review was brought to us because Ismail Gadamsi, our lovely patron, requested it. So that's just uh, what brought us here. We've been enjoying the experience so far. But the truth is, it's getting a little bit later on in the day. And I want to get this done because I'm feeling a little bit hungry. Mm-hmm. All right, Bonnie. What do you think about hungry? You feeling a little peckish yourself? Um, yeah, a little bit. Um, I mean, I don't really know. I don't have so much to say about this one, honestly. Um, it's it's not too, too long. It's like 2 minutes, 41 seconds. Um, it's very jazzy. Um, you know, it's kind of, you know, which is on par to kind of what we've been listening to. Um, and I feel like this one is more just like about his flow. And um, I honestly got distracted by the beat on this one um, versus his flow. So, I mean, you know, I guess that's hats off to Thief. Um, you know, just that like the beat was able to like kind of suck me in a little bit more. Um, although like overall it wasn't my favorite one, but it, you know, it's not a bad one. Um, and I like that the, there's like jingle bells on it, which it seems like appropriate since it came out like January 1st. It's like, you still kind of like in the cusp that it's a okay to like have jingle bells. Um, so a four on five from me. Fair enough. I feel like this song is using the metaphor of being hungry with, like, the idea of, you know, a thirst and a hunger for life. Like, like, like he wants to get out there and get it in mm-hmm. terms of the context of, I guess, how you would look at it. And I totally feel it there because you get that first verse where it's kind of at a slower pace and he's kind of riding over the beat. And he's like, I'm going hungry. Grab the microphone and spit the bungee. Chord, flow, contort, and control the country. Not a lot of proceeding with portions that they brung me. So I'm treating weak MCs as a substitute for lunch meat. So you can hear already, like in the beginning, that this song is meant to be a little bit of an attack against, again, some of those more whack, fake MCs that he's kind of called out a little bit earlier. But again, just kind of showing that for him, this is about a passion for the craft and a desire to be like the best. Like he's hungry for that shit. Unlike other people who maybe don't have that same hunger, because there are a lot of, as we know, these commercial rappers, as he kind of called them out. (laughs) rather cleverly throughout the course of this album. And I guess with all the freshness that he's bringing to the table, it's almost like you kind of, you're okay with the way he's coming at it because there just isn't a lot of people bringing this kind of quick-based, almost like heavy lyrical-driven, super flow-heavy stuff over this incredible jazz thing, but making it all just like sound fantastic. So like he really is packing that substance and that consistency. It's his attitude, I think, that really sells it because there's a lot of dudes that can come up here and just spit that quickly and probably that could spit that airily but how many people can believably you know come through and prove that they're hungry just by how amazing this whole project has been put together like there's a lot of commercial good like say a tech nine project where it sounds great or a lot of people with a lot of money thrown at it but this feels like 
that underground hunger and like you can feel it in the tenacity of when he, he's rapping so he goes through like this this whole first verse and then he just kind of picks it up into like this double uh time speed for the second verse where it's like bust it seizing in the track leaving them dusted and add, add a little spice it's nice and the ladies love it all these cheesy rap cats look at scrap trashed in the rubbish and it's the easy mac daddy fat and y'all up on a budget so it, he's effectively coming through with the same kind of motif of i'm better but he's kind of backing it up like when he goes into that double time and he's super freaking clear and you can understand everything he's saying it's got like this energy to it and then like you know he's trying to kind of indicate that i will impress these people because i'm fucking impressive unlike the rest of you like yep and so as far as like concepts go it's very much in the same vein as all the other tracks that are kind of attacking the mainstream but i also kind of really like it it still kind of flows through um the jazz is really it's, I'm not the biggest jazz it's fan. It's very jazzy. Like, it's very, like, out there in it. And I appreciate how cool he made this track in light of everything. So I'm giving this a 4.35. Like, I really like the uh, the, the outro. Like, I'm ready to bust ass. I'm done fast and I'm hungry. Really, like, driving home the point of the track. Like, he's going to eat any punk MC until I feel my meal is complete. Like, he's coming for anyone in the game. Anybody that can satisfy him. But, like, I'm just... It would be like a tough sell to get me to be really into this instrumental just based on my preferences with no disrespect to the talent and the amazing level of effort that went yeah. into creating. It gets a brilliant composition. I'm just not feeling. Anyway, we can move it along as we talk about Velvet. All right. So this track is nifty because it starts off and, you know, it's in the same vein of he's really great. So the beat's real smooth. His flow's real smooth. It's smooth as velvet. And honestly, he runs it into the ground in terms of that motif for this track, in terms of him just being great. And I feel like there are a few tracks left that are going to absolutely bring in some concepts we're talking about but a lot of what is coming on this album at this point is him continuing to floss skill flow technique and just capturing a, a particular sound like i'm not gonna say he drops the best puns in the world or anything like that but that attitude that airiness the way he just dances on the beat like you just kind of get like lost in his music like lyrically it's in the same vein and stuff like it's called velvet smooth as velvet you can tell it's too true do whatever you do the dude dwells in a setup with a bass and a brass beast since i quit my job machining at the factory so you can just kind of now picture him in his boiler room putting the music together quit the job going all in on everything great like gatsby egad the cap the fat speech clear path he's running the track like an athlete sway to the vibe thief and i provide come down to the boiler room take a step inside the rhythm baby lose your mind of what i'm giving see it's this you know like we're not necessarily getting the most insane shit here but it's the way he delivers his flow because yeah. it's not like constant it's like he'll break into like this triplety flow mid line for like half of the line and then drop into whatever and then have everything lining up and syncing together like i'm not giving the flow any justice because i put no time into learning it but like it is truly well constructed like he just bounces it's like 
it's like he's just dancing on the beat right like he's pushing the complexity of the rhythm so he's maybe not bringing it in terms of saying the craziest shit but it's really fun and when he gets to that chorus like we be them fellas who do that shit do that shit the cat is fantastic mass lyrical backflips nasty with it in fact bad shit mad skill you catch trying to rap or catch a javelin in the back do that shit and it's just flowing and it just you feel him bouncing with the words and dancing over this beat with his voice in such a way that i find just like completely sucks you in completely intoxicates you and makes it come through but if you were to be like can you remember any bars in this song whatsoever i'd be like uh, no like would i inevitably learn the bars like i literally have genius in front of me i'm kind of scanning it with my eyes and i'm like yeah, I no. feel like I would like, remember no, no. like that. Welcome to the boiler room. I remember that, but so that's, that's it. it. I was gonna kind of migrate into that. So we kind of go through like the whole track, and it is kind of like him showing that the result of this boiler room is the smooth, buttery velvet. But then you kind of get like the last minute or so of the track, which calls back to the intro, <laughs> which does that welcome to the boiler room, you know, come into the boiler room, but it's over a different beat. It's at a slightly different like speed, I find. I went back and I compared it against the intro, and I like that because it kind of serves a little bit as an interlude, like this would be the part of a play where it's the break and you're allowed to go outside and smoke your cigarette because, you know, that's how it would have been back in the day. You couldn't mm -hmm. smoke in the middle of it, I believe. I might be wrong. I don't fucking know where you could smoke in the 1940s. But, like... I think everywhere. I'm just saying this was truly, like, a crazy, like, smooth track. I would throw this on at a party. And I'm pretty sure, like, what's cool about this is he's got, like, the flow for the cast that really like the hip-hop. But my mom would really like this. She'd just be, like, <laughs> completely bopping around and, like, wiggling around and doing her mom thing. I get this a 4.5. It's really cool. Nice. Um, well, yeah, I mean, definitely his, uh, you know, his raps are smooth like velvet. Um, and clearly they do make masterful music. Like, it is well composed. Um, it's smooth. It's relaxing. It's easy. And you can definitely tell that they're having fun when they're making their music. Like, it's like, it's like a no-stress environment. Like, they just kind of, like, see what happens and, like, out comes, like, this, like, beautiful music. And, you know, like, it's just kind of cool, like, the way that they just kind of put it together um and yet like it's well written like there's like thought that goes into like you know the words or at least there's like something um right. and like you could definitely tell like he's well read which is his words not mine um and like he's he's kind of saying that to about himself and um and like he's still sort of like trying to like make this song uh danceable for like the ladies so like there's still like something to like you know kind of like move around to and like be smooth to but like maybe like music that you can talk over while you're dancing to like it doesn't have to be like loud music but just like something that's going to like kind of get ladies loose and be able to like the guys to be able to like make their smooth moves or whatever so um and we've got like the welcome to the boiler room over and over again so it just kind of sounds a little bit like maybe like promo for like the album or something or you know it's just kind of cool and um yeah i mean it's cool it's nice for me like it wasn't like outstanding this one um but it's still pretty cool um so i give it a 4.2 on 5. all right so moving along this album we're gonna talk about a flat top all right, but I need to talk a lot for a while on the last one. What, about, what do you feel about this particular tune? Um, well, this is one where he's, like, telling um, 
like sort of another story, um, but kind of like gets lost and I feel like just doesn't really just kind of like goes through it. Um, and it definitely sounds more uh, 80s, uh, this one, like, like like an 80s after school special or something like that. It kind of gives me like that vibe. So, I mean, I thought that was a little bit different considering like most of it has been like kind of like 70s jazzy kind of some sort of feeling like that. So this one's a little bit different um, and just about wanting to like get down with like the ladies. And it's more just like a like a funny party song um, and like he just like, you know, just wants to be cool and he just wants to like impress the ladies and get them. But he's got like, you know, maybe his moves aren't the best, but he's going to impress them with like his like skills and whatever and um you know he wants uh he wants to be cool and have like a flat top uh hairdo like um i guess like all the other cool rappers i'm i can only think of nas off the top of my head um but i'm sure there are others um i don't know this one fell like a bit flat for me um i don't know it, it just didn't click with me maybe like the hair i don't know um i know i know i know i like I don't know. There's just something about it. Maybe I just don't like 80s music. Um, but, yeah, that's just my opinion. Um, for me, uh, I just thought it, like, you know, I was like, ah, oh, well, I mean, it's fine, but, you know, they can't all be great. So I get this one a 3.8 on 5. I'm just I'm just a little surprised because, per- personally, I, I thought this was really, really awesome. Like, first of all, the, the last night in Winterfell, he starts off with... A Game of Thrones bar. That's awesome. Drinking white Zif- Zinfandel, the story of ages I might live until getting paid when I play baby. I'm famous and it's swell getting laid to backtrack a Saved by the Bell. So, so like maybe bit, like the Saved by the Bell. So it's a bit of a throwback, you know, and he's kind of like telling the legend of himself in a sense, you know, the legend of Jarv. This crazy rapper. Okay. The guy who's coming on through. I be drinking red on a memory foam bed. Pinot Noir, get up in broads. I palm fresh. Your mom is a crack whore. Bomb to the back sore. School any fool, he be fully taking wrong test. And so it's kind of like, in a sense, throwing back to a little bit of the language that was used in, I guess, a lot of the tracks that maybe would have influenced Jarvis mm. on the way is, is you know, there. But it's, it's just kind of fun. And the way he's just bouncing around the beat, the way he's just completely flowing on it i i just found myself getting come come like really like sucked i just didn't see maybe i, I just it. didn't feel like the, like the cohesiveness of it all like it worked but i just didn't feel like like a good story like it wasn't it didn't seem to flow like a good story but it wasn't necessarily meant to be like not that it was uh, that's what i'm saying like it wasn't really meant it's to more be like he's like coming a, through as this rapper he's, he's just talking kicking, at that point. he's kicking this party tune you know Kicking it cock back to Tom Tom talking. The kick in the hi hat, your mom pop locking. Like he's kind of throwing back to that party era. Like this track yeah, is meant and to like, be thrown on. Yeah, and like that's what I think it is. People are gonna be dancing. You can sing along. It's got some fun shit, you know, going on through it. Mm-hmm. It does. It's not a very serious song. Nope. It's just got this crazy energy to it, where it just makes me want to kind of move around and dance to it. Then when he kind of goes on, I want to grow a flat top, a flat top fade. I wish I could grow a flat top. Like as a white dude with perfectly straight hair who once wanted cornrows i can empathize with that but he's also kind of like shouting out like this era this other time where he just looks at this like it's so fucking cool and it's such a homage homage whatever yeah to that like era that early inception point of hip-hop where in a sense a lot of the point of it was to shake your shake your booty a little bit 
So I mean, I think that's what music still does, and it's still I, made for. I feel like fundamentally he does an excellent job with this track, and I really, really enjoy it. I gave it a five on five. Wow. Okay. No, like, I mean, it's not lyrically great, but um, again, like, if I were well, to go make, like... Well, then how can you like, give it a 515? It was not Because the vibe is so good. Like, I would throw this on anywhere, at any time, and I'm pretty sure nobody would tell me to turn this off. Everyone would just be like, this is cool. They'd either, like, leave it on and keep talking, and some people would be like, this is like a, a boogie-down tune. Like, everybody's gonna like this shit, in my opinion. Who the fuck's not gonna like Jarv and Thief's flat top, you know? It's a banger of the ages, in my little opinion. In terms okay, of, okay. like, th- throwing it on a barbecue, totally makes sense. Throwing it on a work thing, I think this totally entire album sense. works being thrown on at a barbecue. Like, I don't even think but he like, freaking in swears. in this particular song, eh, no, he does swear I in this like one. I feel like it doesn't stand out. But, like, I felt like it's pretty great in this one. Anyway, okay. next up, Lady Killer. All right. So, like, this is definitely another one of those smooth, fun, upbeat kind of songs that, like, plays up on the fact that Jarb is just, like, cooler than you and, like, to the point where girls actually like him as opposed to, like... Because if you think about a lot of the rap songs, especially in the commercial era, like, they guess the more interesting narratives is they spend a lot of money to make these women like them, right? Mm-hmm. So they buy them lots of expensive things, and they're, they're all, like, sugar babies and strippers and whatnot. And here comes Jarv, this skilled MC, goofy-looking guy, and girls just want to play with his hair and shit, you know? Like, it's yep. just... I love his attitude. I love his approach to all of this. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this track? Um, well, I mean, I definitely love the piano intro. Um, I like that. I, you know, it sounds really cool. Um, and this one definitely has like a nice jazzy feel to it again. Um, and like the little like skit at the beginning, like made me chuckle. I just thought it was cute. Um, so some of like the the lyrics um, I'm gonna go through. Uh, say what's all the fuss about? Jumping and jiving and bucking about. Uh, Jarvi the man, he'd be rocking with the benefit better than y'all something about the way he moves the tongue if i was if it was a comp he would have won da da thinking he got it wouldn't want to stop him but he bugging out what's all the fuss about shut your motherfucking mouth don't you ever consider getting close he boasts a bunch about the skill sure maybe some of it's filler but the kid will still get your girl and driller. Yeah. Lady killer. So it's just like, um, it's really cute. And well, can we just comment on the fact that like he, the way he rhymes, it's but cool. Like he, it's like the way he's kind of bouncing around like he's goofy there. But he kind of alludes like your girlfriend can tell that my tongue got the kind of game that she wants based off of the crazy ways that I bounce my tongue around my mouth to make this song. I took away from this track or that little particular section here is that Jarvis trying to Floss that his cunnilingus game is on point and you can you tell go. based on the way that he rhymes whereas mm-hmm. other rappers who maybe don't have the same kind of dexterity can't provide the same kind of experience well there you go folks um so jarv is the lady killer and um it, it kind of sounds like when he like talks that he isn't um so i think it's kind of funny that he's sort of like playing up that he's like oh whatever but like he also still like definitely just wants to get the girls um and like he's impressive but like i don't know if he's like actually like a, a player type or if he just you know just ah, sees what happens or he's whatever. totally that guy that walks into the room right and he sits down on the couch and he doesn't try very hard he's just having a good time 
and these girls just kind of find themselves pulled into his like non-threatening, safe, cute energy. And then I feel like he's like he'll、um, find somebody he likes, and be like, "Hey, you want to like get a bite to eat?" You know, and then he'll see the moonlight on the side of her butt. I feel like he's like Owen Wilson. Like、yes, in that sense. <laughs> he's very Owen Wilsony. I would I would say that's a very good way to put it. Yeah. Um. So, but and he kind of wants like a lady to spoil him. Like he wants to be like. The one that gets treated, and he's kind of like, okay, like take me out, like do whatever, like he's, you know. So it's kind of cute that, like, you know, again, like she was on the other foot, on, you know, he's kind of does, he goes against a little bit the grain of,、um, you know, normal society or normal quotes、um, society, right? And so he wants to be treated like that, and like, you know, go, go him,、um, you know, and. Yeah, he still wants to have sex though. So I mean, it's all right. It's not a bad song. I gave this one a, a four on five. I really just thought that it it just fills in this album properly.、Mm. At this point, it's got this airiness to it, and I feel like the way the 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 sounds of the album are layered, like they progress in a way where you're never really like surprised by what comes next. Like it just kind of makes sense. It's、yeah. like a couple of these tracks. Like let's say. Hot yoga came next. It would be really weird. In fact, there is a really weird move that may happen later on. Wink, wink. But in the meantime, I feel like from the beginning till this very moment, it's been this super smooth transition. To everything. <clears throat> But I mean, this, he just flows through it. You know, open up your eyelids, look at the horizon, tell me what you see. Do you see me smiling? Nah, probably not. My spirit is right here, sitting in my captain's chair with a bottle of beer. And it's good, yeah. It's great for heaven's sake. I'll add a taste of a cool one, chilling 8 p.m. Sunday, writing poems. And it just this airiness, like、mm, you're looking up. I'm probably not smiling. I'm sitting here with my beer, writing some poems. That's just me. I'm being super pensive, serious, you know, caught up in his vibe like that. And you can just see how some girl looks over, just a little curious. What's this guy not paying attention to me? As he's sitting there writing his little, what's he writing about that's more interesting than me?、Mm-hmm. Girl walks on over, give me your attention, good sir. Jarvis just like, yo, what's up? And then the next thing you know, her, he's just going down in the way that he wants.、Um, but just I just like, like it. Like someday I'll fill an atlas with cats who understand me, rambling off a lesson, trying to make it all fit. Profit is not the focus, but I won't oppose it one bit. Don't throw that shit that that you can't pick up. I'm quick, rip that shit up in it for the rhythm, never spitting to make it quick, but. And I like the fact that, like in here, it's like he's trying to, like again, throw down that I'm in this for like the art of it, for the passion. This is not like just a quick cash grab in my life. It's something more complex for me. But you know, if y'all wanna finance my dreams, he'll come through it. But yeah, he'll take your money. I love the chorus, man. I love the way the beat drops. The way it just is like, say what's out of fuss about? I'm driving a bucket about. You know, like just the way he flows it. Though it's quick, it's just fucking interesting to listen to. It is one of the better hooks on this project. The second verse is pretty fine. You know, I like how he's like, maybe I'm not, but watch as I'm getting props from your mom and them. Then bring her friends. Hot damn, they on some cougar shit. Tell me they love my hair. Tell me I'm too legit. Never quit, Jarv. You this shit. Too legit. Too legit to quit. And I love the fact that he like is not only banging your mom, but banging your mom and her friends and having a little cougar threesome,、yep. having a good. Yo, those porns look wicked, man. When those little ladies <laughs> go nuts on guys my age, it's just fucking nuts. Okay. Um, you never watched those? I guess、mm. not. Fair enough. Uh, we'll show you. 
Anyway, this track just kind of has this cool, fun energy. I just feel like, like you know, one girl's not down. She's like wanting to start a family. He's like, uh oh, she she's kind of going nuts. So he runs yep. on over to the next chick with the braids. Is her sister? Just he's one of those goofy guys that gets himself around a little bit. Yep. It is track of four point five. I thought it was super nifty, super fun. So moving up, we can guess what the cards have on the table. Very true. So do, how do you feel about this one? Well, um, I mean, it's cool. Um, so this is just like another one basically about him kind of like showing off his skills, like what he can do with like his rap and, you know, again, saying that he's a great rapper and, um, you know, it's just like another smooth and easy one with him um, just kind of like showing off and spitting. So, I mean, that's pretty much what it is, uh, or, you know, what I took away from it. Uh, I thought it sounded pretty cool, but uh, I don't know. I'm like, you really have to like impress me, but uh, I mean, I feel like I've heard like similar stuff on some of the other songs. So, I mean, it's all right. Um, a 4.2 on five from me. This is definitely one of those like points where in an album review, I'm like, Anything I want to say about this track, I've, I've probably already said before yeah. because it like checks the box of what Jarve and Thief do really well. But I don't want that to sound like I'm taking away from what they do really well because while I'm sitting here listening to the album and I got it playing, like I never get sick of it. I never get tired of it. I just think like the rhyming is amazing. The way Jarve just bounces between these super fast but still like, really, really like clear flows and the way it just kind of like you know, has this good voice that just rides over these different, you know, beats. They're all very jazzy, so it's not like I'm familiar with the sampling they're using or any of the compositions. It just kind of sounds like a lot of jazz. jazz at this part of the album. A lot of jazz that Jarvis just killing it on. Like, I love the, the, the chorus. Like, you know, like, you know, I'm fable. I'm a, mic- I'm a psycho unstable. Leave a clone hanging from the microphone cable. The way he rhymes it, it's just beautiful. Like, everything just flows so perfectly, you know? And it bounces out, you know, like, if you really want to play layer cards on the table, like, it's like a bit of a challenge to everyone. Again, saying, I'm the real deal. I know what I'm doing. Y'all can't, you know. And it just feels like I'm saying the same thing again. And it's making it sound worse than it is, but it's not. It's just right in that same vein as everything else we've been listening to. Like, if we look at, you know, the verses, it's like, ooh, looky loo, little jar of making it hot again. I kicked my feet up and turned a rapper to an ottoman. I lost it when you dropped that track. Y'all could have not floss that fast shit like Nasty Nathan Day. It's amazing. It's super great. He's just saying, fuck you other rappers, I'm better. But yep. he's doing it in the exact same way that he's been doing it this whole album. Which consistently kind of works. Yeah. But isn't overly interesting or new at this part. And, like, the truth is, this is another part of this album where I found myself going, eh, I don't remember any of the lyrics in this track either, except for the chorus, which you it just it sticks in your head. It's real good. The flows are amazing. Like, I don't want to take away from it, but, like... It's nice. Like, Jarve got that fat shit. Tearing your microphone up into tiny bits and fragments. Your bond catch a massive chunk of shrapnel from the rap skill. Need a thousand gallon vat to catch half of the blood my track spit on that ill. And I know, like, a bunch of rap geeks that will just eat this shit up because it just, he hits every syllable proper. And when he's flowing it, it's just the sounds bouncing in the right way. But I don't know that he's saying anything new on this particular track. 
I was left with a bit of a 4.35 feeling. Yeah. Not because I think that this track is worse per se, but it's more on the jazzy side. And again, I guess I just wasn't left with anything new to, to sink my teeth into. So yeah, that's where I'm at with that one. That's okay. Cool. Anyway, the next track is named after a Disney movie. No, it's a Pixar movie. Whoops. It's and a Shania Twain song. It's called Up. Up, up, up. I feel like I like this track just more because it's less jazzy and more in like that boom bappy kind okay. of hip hop feel. And like, I feel like I can just get into the sound of this. I don't know about you, but what do you think about this one? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I like the beat on this one. I thought it was all right. Um, and I think that this one is supposed to be like more of like a, a hype one, I think. But I just don't feel like they quite get there. I wouldn't say hype is the right word. I feel like it's more of a head boppy, laid back. Like a get up, kinda... get up. Like I feel like they're trying to like get like energy, but I feel like it's not quite like. But I, I feel like it's it's the li- but it's like almost ironic, right? Like it's subdued on mm-hmm. purpose. Like he's not trying to actually get your energy to like go jump around the pit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just kind of vibe into it, you know. And like you know, he's also saying like that. You know, like, they're making, like, music that's smooth, like, smooth and easy. And, like, you know, that they're talking about getting high and having fun. And, like, you know, I think also part of, like, the the getting up part is in terms of getting high. Like, you know, float up with them and um, jump and do, like, whatever you have to do to, like, get up and, you know, take that, you know, jump, I think, as well. Like, you know, take the chance. Um you know what I like the last lines to the song uh, Nate's gonna be great no less unless you get your skills up you don't want to feel it build up gather around feel the sound I ain't down I'm still up yeah and it's cool it's like he's like you know nothing's gonna bring him down he's you know still like up there he's floating um, is he high like it could kind of just be a metaphor and the same you know weed at the same time um and it's nice and you know he spits nice and nothing's gonna bring him down so um i give this a four on five i thought it was cool i mean this track totally it's on the shorter end i think Mm. it's the shortest one on the album with two minutes 27 seconds um and i feel like it just comes in and he just kind of wraps it like almost like a slower calmer pace um Mm -hmm. not to say he doesn't get tricky with it because he absolutely does uh, but it, it's meant to be more of like a laid back tune, you know, like the get up, get up, you know, like it feels more like a challenge. It feels more like come fucking let's do this jump, get ready, get in it if you're down. And then what I like is how he starts off the verse just strong. He said, motherfucker, when I get up, I'll stick you the ditch and bitch, you get stuck. If you really be thinking you're dope, when I got a rope that you can piss up like a wind song, you went on the shit I've been on. Couldn't even begin to sing a piece of my theme, theme song. And it's just kind of, again, the challenge. He's going after other people, and he's killing it in terms of his flow. I find, like, he just manages to reinvent his delivery on every single song. So that, yes, while at this point I don't know that I'm super, like, passionately describing everything that he's saying because... There's a couple of tracks left where he's really going to do that for me. But at this point, we're still in the part where he's, he's killing it. I feel like this whole series of tracks, honestly, since Hungry straight up through to up and even possibly the next track, it's a lot of him just kind of flossing his attitude, how he is, why he's fly. And there's not a lot more. It's not like he's got... I don't know. I feel like I'm not giving him his his fair dues. Like I gave this a 4.5. I really enjoyed listening <laughs> to this song. 
But I don't know what else to say about it. Like, keeping it loud like Ethan's car. Speaking it the ring till the king departs. They want to see Jarvan the beats he keeps in charge. If we can start to vibe with it, I would get by. With a mind on a rhyme and a diamond design. Meaning it's strong and a bomb with the high degree heat of that the, beat the thief provides. And I love the way he says all that. I love the way it freaking flows. Like, high degree heat beat that the thief. High degree beat. High degree heat beat that thief provides. Like, just the way he does that and just flows it and yep. it just makes it balance it sounds so incredible even if i don't know that there's a whole lot like i'm sorry like it's just ain't not nobody holding me back it's like that with a flow type fat double boogie to flow exact nobody know where to bro like i could probably just say pick a jarve song on this album and you would not know also just on blind going ismail you would know everyone else <laughs> would be like okay i get where you're coming from these songs kind of feel a little fillery in content but he makes up for it everywhere else so i guess the 4.5 for me on this one okay um the next one has a music video it's called slackjaw all right bonnie what is your commentary on slackjaw well um it definitely has like a cool flow um and like a really great rhyme scheme on this one i like that um, and another one where he's basically, you know, just um, where Jarvis just like kind of showing off his flow and his rap skills, and he spits, uh, he spits quickly, um, like you know, at some points in the song, and um, like you can still like understand what he's saying. So he's quite articulate, and um, it's nice, like, and it's you know, it is impressive, like you know, his skills, and um, so it's cool. And basically, you know, he's like this, or you know, he's saying. That he is this impressive lyricist, and this is, you know, his rhymes get him ladies now. And um, I liked the ending again of this song. Um, oh yeah, you. Um, oh yeah, I just got paid, or you're, or you just, just got laid. Uh, and if you're having a good day, say ho ho. Um, and the people in the place who are feeling out of place, who don't really want to say no. Say, or, or who don't want to play say no <laughs> um, so I just thought it was funny and cute and like he has like cute like ad libs like thrown in where he's like uh, like I've got anxiety man and like you know he just like kind of stresses out and like you know which is something that you do hear a lot of these days um, you know and you know people do have like social anxiety and stuff like that um, so I don't know I mean it, it's kind of cute it's funny and like I really like his flow on this one so I give this one a 4.25 uh, I like it. I mean, it gets like the the kind of airy. Ar- There's an arrogance that's like cute almost yeah. in his flow. Like I can see how it, it it doesn't come off like bad. It's just like this confidence, I guess. Not so much arrogance, but mm-hmm. like you know, I'm throwing these totally proficient with flow and these go and see notice. You think you and you got the potency to roll with me, homie. You know that will get broken. Beat I'm dope indeed. I grab the microphone. You grab your rosary beats. He's dope. He gonna fuck you up if you try to rap for him. Mm-hmm. And then we get to like the chorusy part where he really goes into a double time where he's like, mentally I'm better than everyone. Never met anyone telling me different. I mean it to beat it. He up. We get it up. Even the beat is ready for me. When I mean it. anyway, he does it a lot smoother. But he kind of goes into that really quicker pace. Is really kind of more of that like twista smooth flow. And it's fun because he just like ups it and then he drops down into like a whole other situation. Um, 
And I really just kind of like just the regularness. Like I finally got to Leb when I'm asking what's next. Uh, or I like when he goes, it's like I walked through the valley and I'm asking for sex. And I finally got to Leb uh, and I'm asking what's next. Instead of as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he yep. like flips it up to his goofer surfy attitude. You know, I bust heads, but in a nice way. So it just kind of sounds like sex now. I might stay and rest. Or maybe I'll head back to Windsor so I can play with my friends. Sup, T. Sup, Ethan. Hey, Nate. What's up, Drew? Hey, Nick. What's up, Nick? <laughs> Futon. Fuck you. And it just sounds like such a regular White conversation <laughs> with the bros. And yeah, and that that's what's up. He's just a normal dude and he's regular. And then the track ends. And yep. it's not my favorite, but I also appreciate how this would work really well. I could see how, like, 21-year-old me stumbling upon this on the internet, having heard none of the rest of this album, will be like, oh, my gosh, Jarvis, the greatest rapper ever, because he's freaking dope. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I just think there's a lot of doper tracks on this one. I'm giving this a 4.35. All right. All right. Next up, though, we have Are you ready a to... truly magnificent track. Cut Loose? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it starts off, and it's kind of groovy, and it's almost like you're getting invited to this party with Jarv. And he's, like, yep. hoping that it's going well, like it's going to go well, hoping enough girls show up so it's a good time, you know, at the beginning, like, throwing a party. Baby, you can come. Even up the ratio. Maybe we'll get some. Tell a friend. Tell a couple. This party will be fun. 20 people here already, and the evening is young. It's almost like he's just so excited that his party's actually just going to be lit, and it's a great experience, and... He's inviting everyone to the boiler room to turn it up. Come on, baby, shake your butt. My mom said, if I drink too many beers, I'll feel sick and flow up. <laughs> and I like how he's just kind of like playing on how young this person is, whatever. And he's like, whatever. Uh, but it's cool because I know limitation when I flow. And I like how he plays off the idea of understanding how much you can drink with limitation, but also like how to play directly to the limits of what his flow is capable of. Yeah. You know, down a stream of beer, please don't come here if you don't know. Please hold your composure. If it's too much, you puncture be sober and i also like the idea that like if you can't drink don't drink just party sober etc you know i'm a party like donald trump here running for president i'm a party like it's 1993 and i'm a little bitty baby looking fly as can be anyway and it's just really fun he's just chilling and then he meets this next chick you know that she comes through the door and you know he would he kind of waits a little bit like he's like you know i wait maybe 15 maybe 30 then approach looking oh so clean he's so dirty she see me coming we lock eyes and at first felt like fire coming alive on the surface and then he ends up meeting claire and then claire comes down and then the song just changes it starts kind of like cut loose and then like the whole vibe just it just makes you want to fuck like you just gotta get a lady over and smash some shit while you listening to this because this is sex music if i ever done heard it sure and and then uh, we embraced. Bonnie was watching me. I was losing my shit to this. It was just so fucking yep. amazing. Anyway, and then like he just kind of telling the story like we embracing the moonlight, you know, pouring through my basement window. Man, I swear I didn't know Claire was a nympho. And you're like, oh boy, the whole vibe changed. And you know what? You've had those moments where you meet that girl and you bring her home, and it turns out she's a little bit of an info. And it's, it's, you know. Mm-hmm. And then she grabbed my butt. She grabbed my Your butt. What? 
and then it's just it's just it just gets good and then he basically goes on about how she's squeezing on her butt but as long as he doesn't like put it in it's totally fine and then they start like freaking out like getting all naked and he's like i look like a pale spider-man daddy long legs daddy long legs crawling all over your body I'm just like, what Ooh, am I listening terrible, to? Like, and it's just kind of him being self-aware of what it must look like while he's actually going at it. Yeah. And then just to really drill it down. And when we hit that climax, the flowers bloomed and the volcano erupted. That's the difference between making love and just fucking. And I'm like, did he go there? He did. He, like, took this shit to the fucking max. Yeah. Like, he just wanted to smash it one night at the party. And now he's just, like, falling in love with this nympho girl. Make, making love. And then he's like, I love you. And she's like, yeah, whatever. Cut loose. And then it just kind of plays it out. I thought this was brilliant. This is an yeah. amazing track. I get it's a five on five. This is amazing. See, this is what I meant. Yeah. This is like that. Like, it's it's like a, <clears throat> I, w- I'm in, I was in, like, a desert of him flossing. And then we get him doing something truly remarkable on this project. Yep, yep. I mean, this is definitely like um, like a fun song. Like we're at a party with him, exactly kind of like what you said. Um, the beat is super fun, super smooth, um, and he's just going to like a party, and he's not going to worry about like the world's problems. Like everything's just like fun and carefree, and da 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 da. And um, you know, the it has like a great hook. I'm I'm a party with my people. I'm a party with you. Did I tell you what I'm ready to do? Cut loose. Cut loose. Um, out of my butt. <laughs> break stuff. Fuck rules. Stand up. Bust moves. When I cut loose, which what do you do? Cut loose. Cut loose. You know. So it's just like fun and kind of you know something that you would chant to, and it's just like goofy and whatever. And he's just kind of like fuck everything. Break rules. Do whatever you want. I don't care. And you know he's you know a little bit delinquent, but you know he does what he does. And then, um, you know, he gets with this, you know, hot girl, Claire, and they go um, to, like, a private room um, together, like, at this party, and, you know, things get all sexy, and, you know, exactly, like, the grabs his butt, and it's just, like, funny, and, um, you know, I thought it was funny, too, also, like, how he describes, basically, like, how scrawny he is, and I think, like, the imagery of, like, a spider crawling all over you is just, like, awful, like, you know, which is, you know, maybe don't use that as a reference um, going forward. Um, but anyways, but he, I think at the same time, the self-awareness of if how... If he says it before she says it, then, you know, like, yeah, I get It's not that. just that. It's like, do you want to fuck the spider-looking guy that's self-conscious about it? Or the guy that's like, you know what? I look like a spider, but when we climax, the volcanoes erupt. Yeah. Like, you gotta, like... Beautiful thing. He just, like, fucking owns it, and it's hilarious. Like, he's just... It's like he's so caught up in his head that he's just thinking about it. He's like, I must look like a little fucking daddy long. He's crawling all over, ravishing Mm -hmm. your body. It's hilarious, because... And that's why he gets laid. Yeah. And, like, you know, he has this orgasm, and then he, again, like, he thinks that this girl is, like, you know, it's it seems to be, like, a common thing in his head he, that he makes um, sexual situations bigger than what they are. Like, this sounds like uh, the bad woman um, that we previously talked about. So, you know, maybe it is. I don't know. But, um, you know, and it also very much reminded me, especially this song, 
um, like Flight of the Concords for anybody that remembers them. Um, it's kind of reminds me of, uh, in particular, uh, Business Time um, by them. So if you know that song, um, I, I did tell him to link it down below. So we'll see if he does. Um, if not, just go check it out. It's funny. Why not? Um, and like the, their show was pretty funny. Uh, I had a weird sense of humor. So if you have a weird sense of humor, you may enjoy it as well. Um, so yeah, anyways, I like this one. It is definitely fun. It's quirky. It feels real. And the boy needs to stop being so damn clingy is all I got to say. Um, but I give this one a 4.75. See, the problem is, Bonnie, he's getting it. Why would he stop? Because the truth is... What a life. What? This song is nuts in, like, a cool <laughs> way. Like, this <laughs> is the kind of, like, talk about track that i was hoping more for on this album like hearing this is part of why i was so like yeah come on jerry let's move it along i want to talk about the good song um but what did you think about this one um it's very jazzy um and i mean i'm surprised honestly i thought that you would hate this song um, yeah, but it's brilliant. But, yeah, I mean, it's pretty nice. Um, and I'm definitely, like, in love with, like, the beat. Like, the more that I listen to it, like, I just kind of, like, you know, it's just, like, hypnotizing. You fall into it. Um, and it's nice like that. Um, and jazz can have that, like, kind of thing that it does. just kind of, like, absorbs you, um, which is interesting. And, um, yeah, so you're just sort of, like, driving, or he's kind of talking about just driving off and, um, you know, kind of just... Um, you know, going until you end up wherever and just, you know, just being able to just drive across the country and just, you know, change your life just like that. And, um, you know, nobody knows where, where you're going to end up if you just start doing that. And, um, you know, but instead he turns towards home instead of away and he kind of goes back to it. And it's kind of like a poem and it's sort of like spoken poetry, like what he's doing here. Um, and it's really kind of cool and kind of lovely and just sort of about like keep going, keep moving and, you know, just see what's kind of like the next adventure is, you know, kind of take that chance and um, like that's life. Um, and, you know, sort of maybe you should, you know, take a different route sometimes, you know, if you want to like try something new and just you can do that and like it, life is up to you um and then halfway it changes and yet it's still like the same like topic and flow and it's kind of interesting there's like this sort of like long pause like in the middle of the song um and then it sort of continues and he's just kind of saying like you you regret the chances that you don't that you didn't take you know like when you turned left instead of right you know you regret that time that you turned left and you know maybe something could have been something completely different um and you know but choices get made and that's life and that's just sort of like a series of choices so um i thought it was why do you give me this look it's like you, it feels like you're missing like the biggest part of the song am i like, well, maybe. So check it. He's driving home from work, and he punches out. It's 12 a.m. He's in the beginning. He's just staying with life, and he's mm -hmm. thinking about the fantasy we all have of just riding off into the sunset and choosing the risky route of just yeah. starting over anew. And I like how in the ad libs between the verses, Jarv's even like empathizing. Like, come on, man. Even I've done it. You know, like we all feel of this course. thing. And then he's flowing on through, and he goes nah, and he basically chooses the safe route. And he chooses the safe route versus the risky route, which is the left versus the right. 
and he heads on home. And as he's passing through, he's heading home, he puts on the radio, he's kind of feeling tired, he begins to feel it, the winding of the serpents, the moon, the stars, the auburn leaves fluttered, making it seem as if he were traveling hyperspeed fast, relaxed, with eyelids like boulders. It's kind of this picture of oh, falling asleep. asleep. Oh, he's I halfway yeah, I home, that. and this ain't his first rodeo. No, sir, he knows he'll go, he'll make it. Just keep going, just keep going, man. What a life, what a life, man. And then you get twisted up, spun, bathing in bright lights. What a life. Yeah, what a life, man. And it's not clear, but then it just stops. Oh, so okay, then, okay. hovering. I missed all that. I, then, maybe I was just absorbed by the beat. So basically, it takes the safe path home instead of the risky route. And now, hovering over the wreckage with the bird's eye view of an empty vessel. So now it's like his dead body mm. floating above the wreckage that happened because he chose the safe route yeah. home and got into a car okay, accident okay, okay. rather than taking the risky shit so when you talk about that race shit man what would have happened if i had taken the left mm-hmm. too late now i guess what a life like wow i just did the boring routine shit in the safe thing you know yeah and then basically what happened shaved the night and gave shape to afraid landscape he died what a life and you're like, oh, shit. Concept-wise, that's like some commentary on like, even if you think you're taking these safe, like, because you're kind of right about the point of the song. It's about like, maybe not thinking the safe choice is always the safe choice because the truth is, is you can do the safe thing and then still fucking die and then it's just pointless. So you're left with that so sense why not? Of, yeah, I think like, you know, why not like take that like chance? But it was more just the poetry of how he drops okay. it in that regard because it is spoken word poet. At first I was like, this is fucking plat. Plat is French <laughs> for boring. And I'm like, this is not fun. And then when I realized what happened, I was just overwhelmed. So I'm giving this a 4.5. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's cool, it's unique, uh, for sure, it's smooth, and you can definitely tell that he's very talented. Um, I gave him, uh, I gave this one a 4.75 on 5. Alright, so there's a couple more left, and y'all might be wondering why we're still talking. Well, the truth is, we are getting a move on. That's right. How did you feel about move? Um, Another one that's really cool, Um, you know, just to like... You know, it, first of all, it has like a really cool beat again. Another one that kind of like pulls you in. Different jazzy. It's more like acoustic guitar. Um, this one. Um, and so it's kind of cool. And um, you know, to keep moving, and you have to get lost to make real change in your life, and to you know, to really kind of separate separate yourself, and like you know, you know those people that go for like those like long 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 walks like those like hikes that take months and stuff to do you know where it's just like that kind of thing you just keep moving forward and just you know sometimes you just have to like you know live off grid and do that kind of thing um and just make moves and uh don't get caught up in like the bad because you know we all go through bad you know but just keep moving forward one day at a time make moves make your life like just keep moving um, and don't just sit there and be stagnant, stagnant, and be like caught up by like all of the drama or the situation, or like everything that's in your head. You know, like you have to just keep moving and just forget—not necessarily forget about it, but work through it, and just keep moving. Um, you know, keep walking, keep running, do whatever you need to do. And he's sort of like, you know, follow his moves, do what he did. Um, you know, he's trying to be a good example, clearly, and he's trying to, you know show you know that you can get through things and you can like overcome and you know maybe people didn't think that he was going to be a rapper or whatever and you know he's here he is he's great and he's doing this and he's successful um you know and so is thief i imagine and i'm sure that they're both trying to be like good examples and trying to 
show um you know a positive message i guess so it is very cool um it has like i said the positive message while having like a super sick flow um it kind of sounds folky while being like i don't know it just has a really unique sound um and they are both very talented uh, on this uh song for sure so another 4.75 from me i did not like this sound of this song so hmm. much i feel like everything about it should appeal to me as a white dude and i just feel like it pandered so hard to that white dude acoustic guitar sound that it just missed because i've heard a thousand tracks that sound like this but better maybe not a thousand but i know i've heard better versions of this track and i can't think of any right now so whatever (laughs) but like i just like move feet carry me where i'm going he cannot see me we cannot know when it's time to go in the primordial soup pot bubbles walk till i caught up with you move groove to my style in particular right i'm like what the fuck is he talking about just this is airy fucking song about kind of keep moving on and trucking along and like i get it it actually makes a lot of sense it's pretty freaking straightforward keep moving forward move for your peoples move keep you know stay the momentum and it's actually it's really good advice and i'm not even trying to shit on it it's nice yep. like make moves way down to classics rapids gasping for air as the white caps crash and splashing your way until it all mellows out there is no other option cannot pick a different route so you're left again with just okay so make moves down the rapids and it's nice and it's again that attitude of, and it fits into his more positive shit but i was like this just feels odd on this album i feel like this is the most jarring shit like it just out well, of nowhere slapped me in the face and i'm like this that this i it's like they had the track and they shoved it right at the end because there was nowhere else that this makes sense on this project. Mm, and I don't okay. even think it belongs here. It just feels weird. It's not my favorite. I give it a 4.25 because I really do think it's like well made in regards to all the things that make a song well made. But I don't think there's a lot of meat here. I feel like it's a weak attempt at what it's trying to be. But then again, that's just my opinion. Everyone else can fucking disagree with me and love this track. <laughs> I just don't. I think okay. it's uh, the, okay. definitely the worst track on the album, in my opinion. The only skippable one that Ooh. I came across. Okay. Anyway, well, be that as it may, track. I'm saying the worst track on the album is a 4.25 with all honesty. Because I do think that this is an extremely well-made song. It's just kind of generic for like what i've come to like on this album what i was hoping for and part of it might just be album placement and if i came across this track Maybe. at another point i'd like it like i feel like it's well made and it's a good poppy tune and i don't know anyway next track the last track it's called the, the boiler, boiler room. room it's the title track all right bonnie how do you feel about this uh closing track um i mean i like this one it definitely has a very cool beat um, it has a cool flow. Um, I, I really like love like that like it's sort of like a water droplet sound um, and it reminded me a little bit of um, Eric B and Rakim's um, Chinese arithmetic. Mm. Um, so like I like that kind of like you know kind of throwback feeling and it just feels really cool. 
Um, and like they're kind of saying that they're independent and they do whatever they like and they are going to keep doing that um, and just kind of like reminding everybody to like pay attention and listen and you know look at the world around you and get lost um, explore you know put your phones down um, see what's in front of you for real um, step out of the box take a chance you know live life um, you know make make the story of your life like you know every day make that you know story to like move it forward and you know so that there's something to tell you know essentially I guess you know that's what I think uh, that's what I took out of it um, and you know he thanks everybody and he thanks the audience and he talks about um, like his friends um, you know or people from like New Zealand so it made me think that he probably does know Flight of the, Fun- Flight of the Concords you know which I referenced well it's because um, Thief of Baghdad's from New Zealand Ah, see, for sure he knows then Flight of the Concords because they're New Zealanders or whatever. Um, anyways, I thought it was cool. Um, that's pretty much it. I gave it a 4.5 on 5. I liked it. I, I definitely appreciate this track um, because it, it really does follow through with, like, the vibe of the intro and the interlude, and it does feel, like, almost like a closing. And then it's cool because it's, like, sitting in the boiler room, and then it just goes into a verse. Like, you kind of for a second think he's just going to do that shit, like, welcome to the boiler. But no, he goes into the verse. Amongst the cobwebs and heat through the varmints in uh, the wall like the beat scurry to the left. I can hear him while they walk nibble them bite at the wires they admire how I talk and I like how he's just sitting there creating his music rapping to the rats that are kind of moving back and forth in the wall that he can hear you know my sight split the pipe strip onto the concrete fought him in the middle of streams hollow was a zombie shallow cast away to feel the flow of the blood dirt congulates sink my toes in the mud and I feel like he's just in this like grotesque grungy scenario and it's like this is the boiler room this is where i've created this project this is where i live this is where i'm from you know that kind of vibe you know with rhythm and rhyme tone similar brother grims and divine poems and i'm like he doesn't necessarily write like a brother's grims but in the case of this track it kind of does have that brother's grims horror-esque kind of mm. tone to it brother's grims wrote all the fairy tales if you didn't know yeah. and they are awful like all the kids get murdered and brutalized and fucking killed in the original i versions. mean they're fairy tales for kids for adults right no they're for kids but back in the days when four kids was about like and if you don't behave, the witch will fucking kill you. <laughs> Why well, was, was the... it like a Romanian? And if the and if the witch, that, if I'm, you don't I'm not behave, good at accents. Or I'm whatever. Just, just not good at it. Anyway, <laughs> I just kind of really dig it. I feel like, you know, we do this for a divine and royal fruit. Dig the small message dwelling from the interstellar stew independently produced within this boiler room as the boiler room. And it kind of like flows with that verse. Like, yo, we, we know we're not like going to be everybody. We're this dingy. Yeah. We're this underground. We are what we are. And for those who appreciate us, it's dope. Welcome to the boiler room. And then, like you said, you know, like kind of walk around, walk lost, pace around an open concert. The air is damp, the lung is strong. My song it isn't sung yet. And I feel like that's beautiful because it's like he recognizes that this is his opportunity to speak, uh, speak his truth. And he's going to take this through the boiler room and he's going to put his message out into the world and he's going to let everyone hear it. And then he ends with like that. My story will be told before he kind of goes into like closing up the album. And I just kind of liked it. That's like the last bar. Like they'll dig beneath the boiler room and find the remnants of what happened here. And my story will be told like this record of my existence now is a thing. I really appreciated that a lot. Yeah. 
Um, I gave this uh, a 4.35 because as much as I really enjoy it, it's not my favorite sound. It's okay as far as all that goes. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that did you get? Did you talk about? It? Yeah. Yeah. So this brings us to the end of our review of Jarb and Thieves' pretty incredible album, The Boiler Room. Uh, I personally give the project a 4.53 on five. I definitely think this thing is a classic album in terms of. It's a versatile experience. The music is just incredible. Jarv's ability to rap and flow is fantastic. Um, for the most part, his songs were diverse, except for that schlump in the middle. Yeah. But even then, as much as content-wise they were very similar, he still managed to nuance and niche each song yeah. in its own little blend. Nothing really like kind of sounds bad. It just flows, and it's a good hour. It gets an hour and 15 minutes, this album. And it really doesn't feel like that. Like, you're having such a good time yeah, listening nice. to it that, like, it flies by, whereas sometimes an hour and 15 minutes can be a very painful a experience. So I'm really impressed with it. I would call this a modern classic. I would say straight up, Jarvin yeah. Thief banged out something fucking incredible that deserves a lot more recognition and hype than it's gotten thus far. And I, I would recommend y'all check it out if you haven't. Yeah. Um, I mean, I gave it a 4.35 on 5, so an 87%. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a pretty cool album. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's like a, definitely like a, you know, it definitely has its own like niche, um, but it's definitely cool to listen to and um, it's easy to listen to. And I think it's just like something that you can put on in the background. And, you know, if whatever bits like you catch like here and there, I, you know, I think it's it's, it's going to be enjoyable and you're not going to like miss out on something. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a fun album for sure. Um, so definitely check it out. Yeah, so thank you all for checking this out. We appreciate you being here with us. And we totally look forward to seeing your comments. If you happen to be Jarv and or a thief of Baghdad, you want to do an interview, holla at your boy. We'll set that up. Uh, that would be real exciting. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy we talked about this. Like, some, I feel like, I'll, um, especially with these Patreon request ones, it's like you never know what you're going to get. And a lot of them have been truly incredible albums yeah. that have like just like changed the potential i think of not necessarily I like to sound like, so open our eyes i think but like you, know, you more don't every time like you don't realize somebody's gonna write a song about the dentist so well to a point yeah. where you're just like yeah there always is that crooked picture anyway <laughs> we did that already so thank y'all for being here like the video if you did subscribe to the channel for more content um and special thanks to the patrons, Ismail Gadamsey, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, Linda Williams, and Scribble. They're dope. They support what we do. They get to tell us what albums to review, helping us get to the next level. And there's a lot of things to do to get to the next level. But guess what? We're in coronavirus lockdown land. Yay. We can't go anywhere because Quebec is shutting the fuck down. So what that means is possibly more album reviews. Yay. Possibly. Or other stuff. But yay, or maybe, you know, we're locked up in a room together for a couple of weeks. Maybe in nine months, it's a whole no, other thing. No, 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 no. Anyhow, I make music. <laughs> you can check that out. Holden Stefanroy, The Alternative Grind. Let me know what you think about it. Anyway, we're going to live long and prosper if you catch my drift. <laughs> we'll, we'll do something. Bye, guys. <laughs>